That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. If it's your first time, welcome. Glad you're here. If you've been listening to a long for a long time, I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in again. Good to be here with you. Shout out to Tom, who's celebrating 91 days. Congrats, Tom. Made a post about that on the Instagram page. You can check that out at that sober guy podcast on Instagram. We're going to talk about three tips to help you quit drinking today. No rocket science here, not a magical potion that's going to save your ass from anything, but these are three things that helped me in my process, in my journey. I still rely on them, still use them to some extent, and maybe it's enough to just get the wheels turning to, to help you start thinking about that if you're in that situation or if you got a loved one in that situation. Before we jump into that, you can check us out at thatsoberguy.com. All the resources are there. I already mentioned Instagram at that sober guy podcast. Join us on locals. Uh, it's kind of like Instagram meets Patreon, so you can help support us if you'd like. Uh, it's part of a growing sober community. It's a safe place. It'll help you stay accountable and, of course, have some fun in the process. Uh, just about to hit 200 active members in there that are either sober, trying to stay sober, uh, and that are participating and uh, staying accountable to their sobriety. So I'd love to have you join right now. You can download the locals app. Or you can go to that sober guy podcast.locals.com and uh, both those links are in the show notes. We have some great guests coming up, so I wanted to uh, give you a little preview of what is to come for uh, that sober guy this month and then uh, we'll get into next month, probably next episode. We'll try to start giving you a little bit of some previews of upcoming things or things to come. We have... Uh, Let's see, Paul Rue will be on next week. He's going to talk about uh, finances. He's a financial coach. He's been in the financial industry for over 10 years. Uh, and I mean, what a what a, a, a hard topic to talk about sometimes, money, right? Finances, just in general. But then, of course, in recovery, a lot of us, including myself, in early recovery, man, was like, my finances were a mess. And uh, that has been a struggle for, uh, for many people. And uh, Paul's going to come on and talk a little bit about about that give us some tips on what that looks like and uh how he can help some other folks out there as well then we have alex bales uh is a personal trainer he's a life coach uh we're going to talk about some fitness we're going to talk about some mental health we're going to talk about staying dialed in and uh what that looks like in in recovery we're going to hear a little bit about alex's story as well uh that'll be the following week and then uh really excited about all these but especially excited about this one just because john lee dumas was one of the first podcasts between him and the new man with trip lanier that i listened to john inspired me to actually start uh that sober guy podcast to to some extent by listening to him uh by getting excited hearing about different ways and uh you know to uh to start a podcast and so I'm going to have John on. He's going to talk about mental health. He was a veteran uh, in the Iraq war, and uh, he transitioned back into civilian into society, basically as a civilian, and then had some mental health struggles and some depression and uh, went on to uh, become an entrepreneur and launched this awesome uh, podcast called Entrepreneur on Fire. It's huge. I mean, if you haven't heard of it, it's, it's massive. I mean, anyone who's anyone in podcasting and entrepreneurship or writing books or doing courses or all kinds of different stuff. Uh, he's had 
he's had all the good guests on and so i'm stoked to have him on the show and talk to him a little bit as well and hopefully inspire some of you guys out there a lot of us in in recovery man we're creative folks i know i am i am a artist i'm a musician i love creating things and i'm an entrepreneur at heart and i like to serve and help people and i also like to create stuff and so um hopefully he can inspire some of you or help you do that because i know there's many of you excuse me out there who maybe you work a nine to five right now, but you have a dream of starting a, a, a business or a company, or maybe you are, you know, an entrepreneur already and you're, you've already started something, but you're trying to stay sober and you're also trying to grow your business and you're trying to uh, branch out and connect and all that. John just does a great job of talking about a lot of that stuff and has some awesome content involved in that. So that's kind of the idea here, even though it's not centrally focused around quitting drinking or recovery, but we have all kinds of stuff for that as well. I like to keep it, uh, you know, I like to change it up a little bit sometimes. So we're going to do that. Excited to have that. And then uh, a couple more quick things, and we're going to jump into these three uh, tips to help you quit drinking. We have how to navigate the first 90 days of sobriety podcast digital course that can help you do that. Some doctors, some podcasters, some of my friends, we talked about it. We went over it. We have over 160 members who've taken the course. We've had tons of good feedback. Um, if, if you're going through your first 90 days and you want some guidance and you want some, uh, some a blueprint, some things to look at, some, some people to hear their shares, what worked, what didn't work, you can go to that soberguy.com, click on courses. It'll take you there. All right. Uh, let's see here. Three tips to help you quit drinking. What does that look like? You know, what does that look like for you? And this is hard to put three tips in here because let me tell you, I got a lot of tips. There's much more than three in here, but these were three that I thought were simple. Uh, they made sense, especially for those who were early on in it. And there are three things that I have done or currently still do uh, that have helped me to not only quit drinking, but to stay sober and to live life on life's terms versus Shane Raymer's terms, which I'm not a perfectionist at because it's still hard some days. But um, the three tips, number one, we'll just dive right into these. And I know what you're thinking when I say this, you're going to go, really? But really, this is a this is a, a, a pivotal a pivotal moment in, um, in, in quitting anything, let alone drinking. And it's, you got to make a decision. Like you have to make that decision and you have to be in on it, all in on it. And a lot, for a lot of us, uh, you know, myself in particular, I had to get to a point where I was at a bottom where it hurt really bad and I was frustrated and I was exhausted and I was, um, uh, overcome with guilt and, you know, go down the list of all those things. I just couldn't handle it anymore. I'm not saying you need to be in that position either. My, my, uh, hope and my role here, I feel like on this podcast is to hope that I save you some of that and, and that you don't have to get there. But unfortunately for some of us, you know, that's just, we're on our own journey and, uh, we have to go down that path. But regardless of where you're at in that, it starts with a decision. And I remember listening to a Tony Robbins tape, but I've always been into motivational inspiration. I had a good buddy of mine who grew up in Amway, for those of you who know Amway. So <laughs> I can remember going to um, like a skating rink or the bowling alley. They always had cool events back in the day. And we'd hop in the van with uh, with him and his family. And, uh, you know, uh, his uh, 
uh, his stepdad, his name was Philip, dude. Awesome dude. He was from Scotland, had an awesome Scottish accent. And, um, they, but they would always put in, um, these mo- they were white tapes, Amway tapes, and they would put the tape in, in the tape deck and it would be a motivational, um, you know, speaking about, uh, the business that they were running, the thing that they were, um, they were doing that week, or it had some sort of, uh, some sort of point to it. And, um, so I, that kind of led me, I think, into this, uh, self-help motivational stuff as I even got a little bit older. And then, um, even before I quit drinking was really into that. And of course, when I quit drinking continued to be, it's probably why, you know, John Lee Dumas was, I was, was so appealing to me at the time. Um, because that self help, that motivation, um, that, that yearning for, for something more to discover what that is, you know, and anybody can, can, can find that anybody can do that, but it starts with a decision. And I remember sorry, I kind of got off track there, but going back to the point was, I remember hearing Tony Robbins say that a long ass time ago in one of the, I don't even remember which one it was. It was like a four pack CD compact disc set that I had that I picked up at like a Barnes and Noble or something back in the day. And I can remember, you know, listening to that and hearing him talk about a decision like I, got to try to do it in a Tony Robbins style voice. I can't do it, but it all starts with the decision, something like that. Right. Uh, but it does. And he's, he, he was so right. And, and that is so right in the process. Like you got to decide and you got to be all in on that. You know, like I, I want to quit drinking. Like you can say, I want to quit, man. I'd really, man, I'd really like to just take a break or I'd really like to stop for good. Or I really want to, um, you know, I really want to, uh, uh, take 30 days and try it out and see if I can do it, but you can talk all that stuff, but making the decision, writing it down, you know, posting it up by your bedside. So you see it every morning, setting an alert on your phone that you have decided to make that commitment, you know, to, to cutting alcohol out. Let's just say for 30 days, let's start there, you know, or let's just start for a day. How about that? Tomorrow? I'm not going to drink. That's where it was for me. Like, and I, I did that cycle over and over and it was really, really difficult. And, uh, so I'm not saying it's easy. Oh, just make a decision. I, I trust me. I know. Like I thought I made that decision many times, but the pain wasn't deep enough for me, you know, and hopefully maybe you or your loved one doesn't have to get to that point. You're a little bit stronger. You're a little bit more ahead than I was. Um, but it starts with being able to declare, like I'm putting a stake in the ground. I'm making this decision firm. I am not going to drink, you know, for tomorrow, today, for the rest of today, for tomorrow, for, uh, you know, at all, or or maybe just, maybe there's no, um, maybe there is no, uh, certain, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, uh, an amount of time. Maybe that's a dangerous thing even too. Could be you know, for somebody, maybe it's just, I'm not going to drink, you know, I'm, I'm done taking a break, whatever. So we have to start somewhere. And, you know, like I said, it's not a sexy number one, you know, in these tips, make a decision like, yeah, well, I wish it was that easy. Like I get it. I, I can hear what some people are saying. Well, yeah, like, but ultimately that's kind of where it starts. Like I remember going back to that day when I like, I could feel the, the, the feeling in my gut that I was done and I 100% was all in and I made the decision to stop. Like I was all in, I admitted to it. 
I told somebody about it. I told a couple people about it and the cat was out of the bag. And, and so maybe that's kind of a, a caveat to that, make a decision, right? So we're going to make the decision. I'm going to put a little, little hyphen in there. Tell somebody, reach out to somebody because that's going to help you uh, solidify that decision because now somebody knows about it, especially if you're hiding it. Like I was, I was, that was a tough thing too. You're so, you feel so alone. You know, when you're not alone, I remind you of that. So many of us out there struggle with this shit. It doesn't make you weird. It doesn't make you messed up. It just means that alcohol is a powerful, powerful drug, poison, liquid, um, whatever you want to call it, substance. Uh, it's very powerful. It's cunning. It's baffling, you know, and uh, we don't understand it all the time. And it affects a lot of us differently. Some of us, it affects really, really bad. We're like Jekyll and Hyde, you know, some of us, hey, we're kind of, we can operate in it, but it, you know, regardless, if you want to quit, it starts with that decision and then, and then maybe branching off and telling somebody about it to get to that next step. So number one, make the decision to quit drinking. All right. Number two, fellowship, fellowship. What is fellowship? Oh, fellow. What is it? I mean, what is it? Is it a, is it a group? Is it a 12 step group? Is it a men's group? Is it a church group? Is it some homies that you really trust um, that aren't heavy, heavy, heavy drinkers, hopefully too? That's not going to help you. If you're leaning on people who are also drinking a lot, that's not going to do you any good. You got to find fellowship with other like-minded people. You know, I love that old quote. You're like the five most people you hang around. And that's very, very true. So are you hanging around other dudes who uh, you know, are trying to stay sober or who are sober, or are you constantly hanging around dudes who just drink all the time? I'm not saying that you have to cut out your friends that have a few beers either. I have plenty of friends who can have a few beers responsibly. They're my homies for life. That's what they do. You know, I also know plenty of people who don't do that, who are, um, habitual drinkers and they drink a lot and they get obnoxious when they get drunk. It doesn't mean that I don't have love for them and that I don't still see them sometimes and hang out. But like, I don't hang out with, you know, with, um, with people that drink all the time because it's just not what I do, you know, and that fellowship, I'd rather hang out with somebody who kind of, we have that in common. We don't drink, you know what I mean? We're sober and that's going to help like immensely in the first, um, you know, the first few months, the first year. And that's a tough, tough spot. Even as I'm talking about it, I, I, I'll be hundred percent transparent and honest here. I'm thinking of people in my mind that I have mad love for that. Um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to hurt. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't want to offend anybody. Right. Because they still choose. Like, I'm not judging anybody, I guess is what I'm talking about. And just because you have homies, who still, you know, drink like crazy. It doesn't mean that you, that you can't be their friends, but it might mean that you got to take a step back and take a, 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 an honest look. And some, sometimes that's family too. And that's, that's a really tough one. Like I get that a hundred percent, you know, but back to the fellowship thing, you have to be around people. Like I have to talk to people. I have to be around others that are staying sober as well. You know, I have somebody um, who reached out to me, very close to me. I care about. We'll just leave the anonymous on that. But um, they said, "Hey, I'm going to do this 21 day sober challenge," and I was so juiced for that. I'm like, "Hell yeah! Like, go for it!" You know, try the 21 day sober challenge. Like, see, you know, it, it's it doesn't. Who knows? Who knows how it's going to turn out? We have no expectations on stuff. We're we we're taught not to 
not to kind of put expectations on stuff and do the next right thing. Uh, but the point is, is in this 21 day sober challenge, there's fellowship there. There's other people involved in this challenge that you have accountability to. Um, it's the same thing. Like why I say, join us on locals, because you're going to join into a community of other like-minded people where you can go on there and share like, Hey, having a shitty day today, really feel like drinking. And you know, five, six, 10, however many people are going to go on there and go, Oh man, I felt like that the other day. It's all good. You don't need to drink. Like if you need something, you can holler back, call me, uh, you know, whatever it is. Like we, we have those connections like that where you have community fellowship around you that you can help, um, help each other out. So like with the 21 day sober challenge, you know, there's, that's built around that community and that's the fellowship, you know, how to navigate the first 90 days of sobriety. Same thing. There's fellowship there in a, in a group, in a group setting. You're learning from other people. You have contacts on there. There's other resources. Um, at the end, there's free Facebook groups. Also, go on to Facebook. I, I'm not personally on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, there is tons and tons of sober groups on there. There's tons of other sober options and other podcasts, uh, recovery elevator. One of them, my, my, my buddy, Paul Churchill, um, you have, um, uh, transitions daily. That's another one. Uh, another great group on there. It's a, it's a support group. You got the fourth dimensioners meeting. So here, here's another thing. So let me, let me get this out there. Fellowship. Everyone's different. Some people want to dive headfirst into 12 steps. Some people are a little hesitant you know, that's why I keep saying, I hope that sober guy is a, a bridge to help bridge some of those gaps for people because everyone's different. But if you're looking for a meeting, maybe it's like, you know what? <clears throat> I don't want to show my face in town. You're, you're scared. You're embarrassed. You don't know what to expect. And a lot of, a lot of places aren't having in-person meetings right now too. I'll tell you what, the fourth dimensioners meeting is a great place to check out a 12 step meeting and just see like, what's it going to hurt? You know what I mean? Show up to it. Just sit there and listen. You don't have to say shit. Just check it out. You know, that that's a start in a community of fellowship that can help take you through this process after you've made that decision to stop, you know? And so that link for uh, the fourth dimensioners meeting is in the show notes. It's a daily online meeting. It's on zoom. It's 9 PM uh, Eastern 6 PM Pacific every single night. They have a speaker on Saturdays, I think. Um, you know, lots of good people in there getting sober, staying sober, helping stay accountable to each other. And I just burped and I turned away because I didn't want to ruin your ear, but I mean, that link is in there. So it, you know, just another option for, for some fellowship. And then a couple of other things. I mean, if you're, if you go to church, if you're, if you're plugged into a church somewhere or, um, any type of, uh, of group setting, a lot of the time they have men's groups, you know, um, they have, I did celebrate recovery at our church for um, a couple of years, man, and just did it too. It was great. It was a great, great program where you're meeting other people, you're around other people, you have something to look forward to each week. Like you have to have that anchor in that fellowship um, and that accountability if you want to do anything. You know, if you want to quit something or stop something or learn something new, you know, you need to be around other people to do that. So I can't stress enough how important the fellowship 
um, is regardless. It's, it doesn't have to be any specific. I'm not a, I'm not one to sit up here and say, you need to do it like this and do it this certain way. And if you don't, you're going to fail. That's not the intention of this platform. I want there to be an open-minded discussion around fellowship, just for instance, in this case, in general. Like there's many different options for you. Um, There's a lot of stuff on the Sober Guy page. And then, like I said, there's a lot of other podcasts out there that you can find that offer different programs, that offer different different groups, uh, from private groups to groups that, um, you know, that are... uh, more, more centrally focused. Maybe they, maybe you have to jump in and try out or something. I mean, I don't know. There's all kinds of different stuff out there. Facebook groups, free ones. Um, you know, of course, locals, like I said, so check those out. The fellowship is where it's at. That's a huge first step for many people in quitting drinking. You need some of that accountability and you need to be around some other people that can help you through the process and also make you feel like you're not alone because this shit makes you feel sometimes I'm the only one going through. I still struggle with that, you know, till this day, I'm the only one. And I'm like, oh yeah, wait a minute. No, I'm not. There's hundreds, thousands of other people going through the same shit I'm going through right now. And, um, you know, I just thought, shout out to to the homie, Chris. He just reminded me of the Cadillac problems. He said he heard in a, in a, in a meeting the other day, the Cadillac problems I was cracking up. And that's, you know, a lot of the time, that's what a lot of this stuff is for us. Like we don't know how good we have it. You know, we don't know how good we have it until, um, we wake up to that and we go, wait a minute, it's really that big of a deal. Like I'm tripping on some, some dumb shit right now, you know? So, okay. So recap real quick. Number one, make the decision. Uh, number two, the fellowship. All right. And then here's the third tip. And this is, this is probably one of my favorite ones and I'll, I'll share embarrassing, but who gives a shit story, uh, with it, find something you enjoy to do and do it, <laughs> find something you enjoy to do and do it. And, you know, some people might say, well, what the hell, what kind of a tip is that? Well, let me explain a little bit. Like, you know, I've talked about the mountain biking thing on here, right? Like a while, I've never owned a mountain bike as a kid and I always owned BMX bikes. And thankfully I got a nice 29 inch high C Sunday BMX cruiser. That's super sick. And I love cruising around with cash and we go on bike rides and we're cruising. There's a really good 4th of July ride coming up that I'm super stoked about and, uh, have a really good time doing that. But at one point, a couple of years ago two I think two years ago, I said, you know, I'm going to get into mountain biking and I, and mountain biking, by the way, is freaking awesome. It's, it's so it's, I had a lot of fun doing it and it was kind of a, it was kind of a phase thing for me where I wanted to try something new out. I don't know that I might not get back into mountain biking someday. Who knows if I find some trails, I get the hair again, maybe I'll pick up a mountain bike at some point. But it was totally new to me, you know, and so I, I wanted to find something to do that I really enjoyed doing. And um, and so, you know, that made me feel young again. That made me feel like it. So I got a mountain bike. I got the helmet. You know, I didn't get the 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 spandex tights. Nope. Didn't go there. I didn't get the biking shoes. And dude, I was still rocking vans. And I was still trying to be cool. I was still cool to some. It's really tough when you're pushing 40. You just start to feel so not cool anymore. I don't know if it's just a phase or if I'm going through it, but. Um, you know, you get older and you try new things, hopefully. And, uh, you know, sometimes you suck at them too. And so what the hell I was trying, I was going to try out mountain biking. You know, I still take cash to the skate park. We skate. I don't do what I used to do back in the day. I was never like a phenomenal skater. Anyways, I just kind of cruise. I got an old Ross, uh, um, a Rob Ross cop, uh, board that I love to cruise around on. Um, but what are the things that you like to do? Like, think about that for a minute. What were some of the things that you did as a kid? 
that, um, you know, that really made you excited way before you started drinking before you ever drank, you know, um, what was that, that got you excited, that made you have fun. See, a lot of us, when we start getting old, we stop having fun. We got responsibilities. We got bills to pay. We got work to do. We got families. We got this. We got that. We're bombarded with shit all day. And we, we stop having fun. And it's like, man, what is life if you're not having fun? That's just boring and miserable. And uh, it sucks. You know, you want to do things. So like, um, you know, what is it for you that you did as a kid? Like try to think back about that. Maybe write write a list down and say, man, what were like the top five things I love to do? Maybe one of them was playing baseball and you stopped playing baseball after you got out of high school and you're like, man, dude, I really loved playing baseball. Well, there's plenty of men's softball leagues. Is it baseball? No, but it's still something that you did as a kid that can get you out on the field again around other dudes. Hopefully you don't join a drinking league either. Try to join a sober one if you're trying to stay sober. Um, Hell, start your own sober softball team. You know what I'm saying? Like, have that mentality. Like, okay, I'm just going to start my own. Like, that's the kind of stuff that makes us feel good again, makes us have fun again. We enjoy doing that. We have something to look forward to each week. And if you couple that with the fellowship, you know, maybe you meet some dudes in a fellowship and then you start a, a softball team or you start a, um, I, I wrote down chess here too. I love playing some chess. I'm not very good at it. Maybe it's a chess club. I don't know. Just something that you enjoy to do. One, one of the things, um, serving others I put down here, adopt the block in, uh, in Vacaville, they have, uh, they have a, a thing through the father's house where, um, and we love our city where they go out every Sunday and, um, they do adopt the block and they give out food and they, um, they hang out in the parks with some of the kids. They, uh, you know, it's a, it's a very organized, um, event and they do it. They show up every Sunday to serve the community. You know, maybe it's something like that that you're into. You want to help serve others. But the point is, is that you find something that you really enjoy to do. That's something you know, healthy, either mentally, physically, um, spiritually, if you can put all three of those together, that would be awesome. Um, and, and do it, you know, and and here's the other thing to this. And this is the other quick story I'm going to share. And I'll probably, I I was going to save this for like its own episode. And and so I probably kind of go high level on it because I want to dive into it maybe a little bit more in a, in a future episode. I don't know, maybe not, who knows, but try something new. You know, as dudes, we hate to suck at shit. You know, we don't want to suck. So what happens is, is we get to be adults and then not only do we not have fun anymore, we don't have fun because we don't try anything new because we don't want to suck at it. We don't want to look stupid. We don't want to, um, you know, we don't want to look like jackasses out there at 39 years old trying to learn how to surf. (laughs) And that's where I'm at, right? I, so here, here's the story and I'll I'll make it a quick one and we're going to wrap up today. I hope some of this, um, Plug the old Mac in here. It's running low. I hope some of this spoke to you. Hope something hit and said, you know what? I'm going to try that out. But, and I hope you, it encourages you to try something new out as well. Um, but you know, when I first got home from the old rehab, one of the first things I did is I bought a surfboard and I bought a wetsuit from this dude out in, in the hood in Oakland. And I found it on Craigslist and it, you know, it was a few hundred bucks. I didn't have a, I didn't have like any money at the time. I was freaking in debt, like really bad actually, but I was able to, to scrounge up a couple hundred bucks and, and, uh, drove out there, found it on Craigslist. I drove out to Oakland because I had this, this weird desire to surf. You know, I'd always wanted to, as a kid, I never did even growing up in 
California and Northern California. It's a little bit of, of a drive from Vacaville to the beaches. And the water is also a lot different than the SoCal beaches. Uh, a little bit more cold, more sharks, a little more gnarly, um, you know, and, and so just I never got into it. And uh, when I got home, for some reason, I had this like desire and there was something like I could feel it in my spirit saying like, you need to go, uh, you know, you need to go surf and uh, I want, you know, just try it out. And so I went, I, I drove out to Oakland, met this dude, we got to talking and kind of told him, you know, Hey, you know, here's kind of, he, we had some things in common. I can't remember if he, he knew someone who had just gotten sober too. Anyways, cool ass dude ends up giving me the wetsuit and the board for like 40 bucks. Right. And I was so pumped. It's like he, he was super cool. He's like, you know what? Just give me 40 bucks. And I was like, hell yeah. So drove back, had a couple opportunities with a couple different people to go out and look, I never went out and surfed. I, I was too chicken. I was just a big fat puss. Like I just, I don't know what it, like I remember one, one morning I was supposed to go out with a buddy and, uh, and, and it was raining and I was like, nah, I know it's raining. I'm not going to go. And then, and then another day, like, I think that was around the, the, there was an earthquake or something and we were supposed to go the next day and I was like, oh no, there's an earthquake. I'm not going out to the bay today. You know, I was just totally pushed out and long story short, I never ended up trying it out. Never ended up going in the water once with that surfboard. I put it, um, you know, in the garage, hung it up, never did anything with it, ended up giving it away a couple of years later. Um, and I just, that was that. But I still had this um, guilt about never trying it out. And I also still had this, um, this feeling that I really wanted to try out surfing. So fast forward to today, I finally get an opportunity uh, to get a new board, to get a new wetsuit and to try it out. And let me tell you, it's hard as shit. Number one, <laughs> I look like a jackass out there sometimes, but I'm learning. Um, there's so much more to surfing than just standing up on a board. I mean, you got the paddling, just staying on the board, being able to sit on the board and balance, not get your ass handed to you by, you know, waves coming in and being able to look at the waves and see the, uh, you know, see the swells that are coming in. Like, what is the wind like? There's so many different variables and it makes it awesome with an app called Surfline too. So that's like really cool to have, have that and start learning some of this stuff. But here's my point to this. Okay. Don't give up just because I'm about to turn 40 doesn't mean I can't try something new. You know, and it doesn't mean you can't try something new too. It just means that you got to not give a shit if you look like a jackass doing it because you want to do it. And then just like recovery, we practice. We try to get fellowship. I'm trying to meet some other people who surf right now. So that way maybe I can jump in to their group one day, you know, and go out with them and I can learn a little bit from them. We apply these same principles to living life, period. You know, so if there's something that you want to do as a kid, or that you did as a kid that you want to do as an adult, try it out. Like, give it a shot. Who, what, do you, what do you have to lose? You're just going to die one day. <laughs> you like that, huh? I know people hate when I say that shit. Some people, oh, don't talk about that. It's like super like, we don't talk about death, but it's like, why not? Life is short. So, you know, my job here is to not only help share some of my experience in the hopes that maybe you'll be able to stay sober, it's also to inspire you. And I really love doing that. I have a deep passion in my heart, in my gut, to want to help others do that, find what you love to do. Not only just staying sober, but living life to the fullest. Like, what is your purpose? Have you ever asked yourself that? What is my purpose? Like, I know I have many times. That's actually what helped get me sober because I was just like, dude, this is like a purposeless life. I feel like a piece of shit. 
I'm not living out my full purpose. I knew that in order to find what that was, I needed to quit drinking because it was numbing me spiritually, emotionally, physically. Um, it was just not good, you know? And so f- trying out new things, doing things that I used to love to do, like going with cash to the skate park, riding the 29 inch cruiser, not the mountain bike anymore. I'm, I'm back to being, you know, trying to be cool again. Right. Uh, you know, trying out surfing, like who gives a shit, like try it, have fun, laugh, smile. You know, that's when we feel alive. That is when we feel alive is when we are in that state of learning, growing, finding out who we are as people, as men, dads, fathers, mothers, um, you know, and just, and just ourselves in general. So I hope three, uh, the, the three tips to help you quit drinking maybe helped. Maybe you heard one thing today that you can take away. Um, and I appreciate you tuning in today. Uh, if you have questions, you have comments, uh, I'll post this up on, uh, in, in the locals chat, uh, as well as on Instagram. So please feel free to jump on there and make a con- or leave a comment, um, ask a question and, uh, everything we talked about today will be in the show notes as well. So if you need to check any of those out, feel free to go in there. We got some new hoodies and shirts and hats and stuff too. I forgot to say, use the promo code, no hangover at checkout for free shipping through the end of the month. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Peace, love, and respect. Keep your blood clean.